0: digital scribbler
1: welcome to the digital scribbler podcast Uh, we're excited that you're listening to us we hope you'll share it with your friends Uh, it's a podcast our digital scribbler podcast is a podcast highlighting technologies for those with disabilities and inclusion programs that provide the tools for anyone to start their inclusion story. I have with us today uh, Ray Kim, who has been uh, part of building and running the eHoops program, and Greg Bodziak, who's been part of building the original eSport, which is eSoccer. And uh, they're here today to give us sort of an update. Why don't we, real quick, you give me a, uh, an eSports update, and, and I want you guys to give an eSports update sure. for all those uh, families out there yeah. to know what's happening now.
2: Great. Well to to kinda give you the, the full the the full uh, perspective, so you know, as we've talked about esports started in two thousand with just soccer. Now in the Bay Area alone we have twenty programs, so we're we have uh, nine soccer programs around the Bay Area. We've got six e hoops programs, two uh, karate programs, one fitness program, and one of our newest and exciting ones is now two e dance programs, one on the East wow. Bay and West Bay. Uh, do you um, personally get involved there, Greg? Uh, no, I watch. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> I ask, I'd like to see. I'd like to see some Saturday night Eve. you have been holding back. Um, and it's cool because you know, as, as we said, we started Foster City, but over the years, we've uh, you know, we have programs now in Southern Nevada, but also internationally. And of course we can talk more in detail about that. That's a super exciting part of watching this program go international. And so we've had programs over the years in India, Kenya, Philippines, um, which has really been phenomenal. And they've gotten involved with the, uh, with the, 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 um, uh, some of the professional programs there, and, and they've gone into all kinds of different sports, not just soccer, Guam, and then even this past year, which I definitely look forward to giving you some more details later on this. But we started one in China digitally. Wow. We uh, launched one digitally through some some web training. So that's an exciting thing, and that's a new frontier of what we're doing with esports. And annually, we have about seven to eight hundred kids and families in the Bay Area who are participating. And uh, also over the years, it's been really cool um, getting, you know, getting recognition and attention from great sports organizations like the Warriors, Gold State Warriors and the San Jose Earthquakes because of what we've done in the community with inclusion and uh, with our programs now building relationships with them. And, you know, we can talk in more detail uh, later in the podcast, but just having some great uh, partnering and collaborating and doing special events with them at Avaya Stadium and at Oracle Arena.
1: And you can uh, – we, we'll link up some of the stuff to the Jefferson Award and all that so that people can understand because we got an earthquake's radar in part because of that. Yep, and, and, right. and, and sometimes it's hard for these organizations who want to do good. And I think University of San Francisco, the San Jose Earthquakes, the Golden State Warriors, St. Mary's. I forget what they are. They, I forget, I forget what they're called, what their mascot is. The the St.
2: Mary's is the Gales. The Gales, St. Right. Mary's Gales.
1: These – I think so, sometimes it's really hard for these universities to find – the organizations and to find the people to help. It's true, and 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 to the, and, and it's to their credit that they that they that, that attended that attentive. Um, but that's a great that's a great update. And then, um, what about this Warriors Night thing that went on Ray with E Hoops?
0: Oh wow, that was uh, gosh, because that's an
1: update. Now this has taken place once or twice. This is now
0: the, yeah the second year, mm-hmm. um, and the Warriors had actually uh, reached out to Greg and found us on online and was interested yeah. in E Hoops and inclusion and and. Um, they started an initiative of having a, a special needs family appreciation night last season. And so they invited uh e-hoops and all the kids out and it was gosh I mean to one to be a, a part of a, any NBA arena uh <laughs> it's it's amazing. But, right. But then two, well, the families. best arena in the in the world right there <laughs> Oracle which they just
1: you know had their last year in it and and you were part of that.
0: Yeah, and, and it was just – for these kids, I mean, they're, these kids were just – one of um, so many of the kids we talked to, their dream was, I want to meet an NBA player, let alone an actual Golden State Warrior. Right. And they got that opportunity. They The Warriors reached out. They brought uh, us um, to pregame. The, all the kids and the parents were able to watch these Warriors warming up, shooting around. Uh, Steph Curry was out there, one of these awesome kids from uh, uh, the, the Berkeley E-HOOPS group. Um, Richie Gomez, got a chance with Bobby Drawn. You know, started his own e-hoops program up there, uh, and we were able to get down to courtside. Now, now Bobby played
1: basketball, your, as I alluded to earlier, yeah. for the University of San Francisco. That's right. And, that, and they, he played for the last team they had that was, I can't remember exactly, but I believe they were ranked number one for a while. They were yes. certainly in the top five or ten the entire time uh in those years they had an extraordinary team with Bill Cartwright Bill at Carr center. Right there, yes. Yeah, yep. Winfred Boynes was my favorite player on that team, but I think it's important to note that Bobby has taken his division 1 skill set. Yep. He's a parent he of is. of some of the best coaches we've had in our program. Yep. Uh and uh, uh it uh, how does Bobby know Richie?
0: You know, Bobby knew Richie from I guess they they the, he knows his parents and Bobby was getting e-hoop started up there because Bobby's very passionate about basketball and inclusion. And um, through the relationship, Richie, who's a nine-year-old boy, he he lost his sight. and um, But the boy loves basketball. And so uh, Bobby brought Richie to this Warriors night. And they – they I mean, Richie was great down well, there. Well, I saw so. pictures
1: of him. Why, uh, you know, they had your – Group holding the flag for the Star Spangled Banner, right? Yeah, so we had national this. Uh,
0: we had the whole. Um, so we had a team to do the opening of the national anthem, the flag, and so we had six of these kids. Um, uh, Richie was one of them. A few others were there, being able to this you know half court size flag across uh, Oracle Arena. And what was interesting was the Warriors were learning about inclusion. On the fly, meaning during the rehearsal, they had the the power pyrotechnics going on, these big loud noises, you know, things that were just not sensory friendly. And at one point, these kids and the play, we, we all said, hey, you know what, this is in, in, part of the thing that's going to help us be inclusive is understanding uh, the environment we've got to create. And so, yeah. so on the fly, the Warriors changed the whole game. You plan. are kidding me they changed their whole game plan. I
1: didn't hear about that. Why did I hear about that? And uh,
0: the, 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 the 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 Warriors. Shout out to the Warriors. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> and we said, "All right, let's not do the can the, the, the big cannon sound. Let's let's lower the the power techniques, all the actual flames." And so they changed everything on Who the spot. Who does that? Yeah. What was... what multi-billion
1: dollar organization <laughs> stops everything they're going to do for a few kids for the flags? For the full flag ceremony, I understand, but they okay. didn't do it for the. They did it for the kids. Yeah, yeah. During, yeah, yes, like, exactly. Who does that? Yeah. Most people, you know that, right? Most people are like, you know, we can't. We the crowd of sixty thousand right. or whatever it is. Right. We can't like do that. It takes too much of. Because I've been there. I've been to Warriors games. Yep. And. The fire goes out yes. from the little things, and it it makes you feel warm. It's, hot, yeah. it's loud. It's and people love it. They do. Fans love it. They shut that down. So they shut that down. They shut that down, Ray. They totally shut it down. Oh <laughs> wow! Cause we come talk- on, Bob yeah. Meyer.
0: <laughs> A big
1: shout out to Bob Meyer for sure. <laughs> Steve Kerr, <laughs> Up. Who's the other owner? Yeah, Joe Lakeup. There's mm-hmm. one other owner. Huh? Yeah, but I got to live with all the owners. <laughs> give, me another, give me the other owners. I, got, I can't
0: believe that. Yeah. And so I'm amazed. I'm inspired. And they were just like, hey, what else is going to help? I mean, they were just ready to figure out. Well, they're I learning. want
1: Bob Meyer in this studio. I want to interview him. <laughs> yes. Get him, Ray. You can get him, Ray. Get I know him. you can
0: to go to his house today. No, you don't need go to go good. to his house. <laughs> don't be a don't be a stalker. <laughs> I don't want to be bailing you out of jail.
1: <laughs> so, it, I'm looking at a picture of Bobby geron Richie Gomez, and some
0: guy in a sweatshirt. Who's that guy? Uh, that would be Steph Curry, number Steph 30. Steph Curry. And this is before yeah. the game. This is right this is right after Steph had just come off the court, uh finished his shoot around routine. And he took a moment to meet us and uh, meet with uh, Richie there and with Bobby.
1: And and I, I just want to say, and I, I saw pictures of, I think, Looney was in some pictures with kids. Yep. yep. Um, I just and think. Damian Jones was there. They had uh, Jordan Bell. All these players. I, I I just think the the inspiration of this comes home to me hmm. when I see a multi-billion dollar organization change their plans. Yeah. Yep. That shows a that shows the desire to make a difference in the community. Uh, that shows a commitment to understanding that basketball's is beyond, uh, that there's life that is more important than basketball. And I don't know how many people have played basketball in their life. It is a really difficult thing. Obviously, Steph Curry is all world, but it's a difficult thing to, to, while you're preparing for a game, you're trying to make sure that you win home court. So the, the last few games, mm-hmm. I don't know, they probably had 12 games to go or something when you went there. That's right. The last few That's games cool. matter because they're fighting the Nuggets and yeah. they're trying to fight the Rockets and make sure they don't steal anything. Of course, the Rockets just totally folded. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I can't say enough about it. Now, now, you guys played a game at halftime?
0: Yeah, so they gave us the whole halftime this year. So last the year, whole halftime. Yeah, I mean, well, last year it was just the the pregame, right? The prime time slot, which is the the game. This is about a five minute game before the opening ceremonies. So this year they they were so impacted by last year and all the kids and those families, they moved us up saying no, we've got to highlight this at halftime. So we were the feature event at halftime, and they let all the kids, all their. Mentors and uh, some of the parents on the court during halftime, and then they had their, the Warriors' own announcer, courtside announcer, was yeah. out there doing play-by-play he on the was. loud on the play like the. Because uh, I didn't get to go because I didn't get a ticket, you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but they had their Warriors uh, courtside announcer announcing play-by-play, each steal, each basket, and these kids were just yeah. living a dream. Yeah, it was cool too because, like you were saying, I mean,
2: even you back- were there, Greg. Yeah, I was there. I, I mean, didn't right, get to right, go. Right, was the real star. I, I didn't but, get a no. ticket. I didn't get a ticket. <laughs> but you know what was cool? It kind of building on what you were talking about. How the Warriors really were learning on the fly and adjusting, and really working around. Us. It was cool because you know not only did they move us up to halftime show, but they said, "Man, we we love what you're doing, and we love this. We love inclusion and what you're doing with that." And they heard about our other sports programs, and so they said, right. "This year, hey, we want to feature another one of your sports." And so they said, "We got this outdoor performance area between the Coliseum and Oracle, uh, was this awesome turf area." and we have out bands and things. We'd love to have one of your other esports out there. So we had our Alameda e-dance program going out there before the arena opened. Is,
1: it Was it in that area where they always dance after the after the game's over? Um, not there's sure. A, there's a section where all these people dance. That's what it is. It, it might be. After the game it is over? it's the watch, side of it, yes. They'll, but, yeah, they, they all go right. out there
2: and dance after the oh, game's that's over. Pr- it's probably that area then. Yeah, it's yeah, the only yeah. area outside where they do performance. I kind know of stuff. that
1: from watching on TV. I didn't get to go. I didn't get a <laughs> ticket.
2: <laughs> but it was crazy because they asked for that, and then this whole flag ceremony came up because a couple of weeks later, Eric from the Warriors, who who I was working with and in, in getting all these different things set, he called me and said, hey, we have another opportunity. We'd love for your kids to be part of the flag ceremony so it was great to go from last year doing primetime a game which is the primetime slot before the game right. to doing halftime doing the outdoor performance doing the flag ceremony i mean it was just uh we we definitely felt like they rolled out the red carpet to give us an opportunity to really be able to showcase inclusion so it was it was really exciting and um and so
1: uh, the kids, after the event was over, the kids went to, I mean, they stayed and got to watch the game and stuff like that? Yeah,
2: so all the kids, after everything was done, we, we watched the game, and then well, another feature that they didn't have as part of the day, but because we said, hey, it would really be awesome to do this again, they do it now and then, is that all the programs that came, wasn't just our program, there were other special needs programs that had come for that night, but they let all those families and kids come down on court and shoot a free throw. So, they, so after the game was over, all the kids were able You're to kidding. line up and go down and shoot a free throw, yep. and be able to say, "I shot a free throw right where Steph Curry gets to shoot." So well, that was not cool. only that,
1: you shot a free throw in one of the legendary uh, 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 facilities, yep. stadiums, whatever you call it, uh, basket for basketball that that will no longer exist now. Right, yep. and so one of the great memories of it will be uh, was this. A, what was the theme of
2: the night? It, it was Special Needs Family Appreciation Night. That point? is so
1: incredible. I hope the Warriors continue to do it yeah. uh, for not only our program, but for all the programs.
0: So that's really cool. That's exciting. You know, it was interesting I was, as I'm looking at this picture in front of me, during the halftime show, As well, it wasn't really a show, it was the it was the, um, the feature of all the kids playing their basketball scrimmage. I noticed that at that time, the Warriors were also playing the Detroit Pistons. And so some of the Pistons had come out early from halftime to try to get a warm-up in. Or, But as I'm watching across court on the side. It's not shown in this picture that I'm looking in front of right now. We had some of the Detroit Pistons players stop and just watching. And then they're starting to cheer on some of these kids yeah, playing really? basketball. And it, it was just the funniest thing, seeing these, you know, the, 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 the opponents team coming out. Yeah. Uh, that was and, cool. and they were just like clapping. They're like, come on. It was really cool. Well, to I, see I that. think it's
1: important for people to know there's a lot of criticism of athletes. You know, when an athlete, uh, gets into uh, a, a bit of trouble. Um, it tends to be highlighted in the news right. in an extraordinary mm-hmm. way. And I think those are the moments that people don't get to see. I I, I, I think there are a lot of basketball players, football players, soccer players, hockey players. Yeah. They're just human beings. That's right. And I think what you saw in that moment was the humanity yeah. of guys who make millions of dollars. And I think too often the pictures are taken of them or I'm sorry, the pictures are taken of 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 different ones of them who may be in a bad moment, and too few of those pictures show up. Like where right. did, where was that picture on ESPN? Mm. Well, that's not even this isn't even covered, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they have to cover it. I'm just saying this goes on in stadiums all around the country all the time where they're doing special things. Yeah, but it's not going to get the ratings. Like I, I watch I turn on my television. Right. I recorded the game, and I turn it on, and I got to see just a little a little clip of it. Right. And, and there was uh, the announcers were were at halftime talking about it, and they just had a little visual. But I was like, how different would it be if some of these announcers, instead of talking about what would what, what happen in some guy's personal life, which maybe we need to know, maybe we don't. I don't think we need to know personally. But instead of doing all that, they could have easily at halftime said, let's shave off the stats. Let's not worry about who got what, and let's let – thirty seconds of that game be seen. Right. And let those announcers watch. Because those Pistons players may have been watching, but the television, the media doesn't always want to watch. And I yeah. say this because I think, you know, I, I, I think, yes, these guys are making more money than most people in America, but they're there there's a caricature written that they don't care. They just want to get to the team they want to play for. But when you tell that story about those Pistons coming out, they were human beings That's right. who have kids of their own who some of them probably have a special needs kid connected to them one way or the other because autism has just exploded in America and the world. And so I think these guys are like, yeah, that's yeah. what it's about. And many of them remember being little kids oh, yeah. and playing out there. And many of them, I'll bet you, played with special needs kids themselves because sports is one of the most equalizing and inclusive things that exist uh, yeah. in the world. So it's really great. Um, do you guys have anything else in the update? I have a few questions for you. No. Nope. Go ahead.
0: Pretty much it. I mean, since the since um, uh, e hoops branched out into San Francisco in the last four years, we now have other uh, schools and volunteers who who actually been coming regularly because they heard about it through word of mouth. It was organic. Yeah. So we have the in San Francisco. We also have the University of Pacific Dental School. Excellent. And uh, one of their volunteers was of just happened to be invited to the e soccer program. They said this is great, and we heard about e hoops, so. Now we have dental students coming and volunteering at the USF E um, hoops program, and these dental school these dental students are saying, "I know one day one of our patients are going to have special needs, so we're, we want to learn now about inclusion and, and what this is all about." And then uh, University High School, we have a lot of teenagers now coming. Their uh, varsity basketball team comes out and volunteers now, um, and so that's been really great. So and what high school again? University High. It's one of the premier uh, prep high schools in San Francisco. Really? Yes.
1: Well, we gotta we gotta we to put a we gotta put a link to these these schools and these programs. Make sure that Nathan gets those, so we can put a link to them just to give him a little shout out. And let's uh, you know we got to make sure on uh, on, uh, on on our esports site. If you're listening, uh, the podcast here, the Digital Scribbler podcast, uh, is uh, on our Digital Scribbler site. Um, you'll be able to find that. Uh, but also, it uh, uh, maybe we'll put. Uh, uh, put the, the, the pod, this particular podcast on esports. Uh, get it on esports for us, and maybe get a get a nice. Do you guys work on the the? Do you have any connection to the esports site? I don't even know. Do. Yeah. Okay, Greg does. Yep, you, yep, you Ray? I I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. think I think you know one of the things I think people want, and I'll just give you guys a just from my talks and hearing yeah. from people that are in the various programs. Uh, one thing people want, I think, is they want more from that esports site, and they want to be able right. to know that if I go there, I can find out everything that's going on right uh and so I don't know if you guys have a uh a, maybe a, a a set of 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 goals or whatever, but maybe I could encourage you based on what parents are saying and doing yeah, to really just kind of put a list together of things because there's a few things that i want to, i want to mention to you and ask you questions about so one uh does 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 the does the esports site does the esports have a a social media presence facebook twitter any of those
2: things it does um because people sometimes are looking for it or wanting to share about it. Yeah, it does. Not, I would say one to your point. It's 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 a good point that I think we need to beef it up. And since I think we have we have ebbs and flows in how much it's used. So I think in the summer we do better at, at you know having more presence on that. But I don't think consistently. So yeah, that's I, good think, that I think I that because
1: because I think there are people. I've, I get asked questions by people.
2: Yeah. Uh, as far
1: away as like other countries and yeah. in and the, and then by right. other states. And they they want to know is there anything on the esports site that that is like a kit that we can
2: download and say okay I want to start e hoops. Yeah, um, we actually do. We 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 actually rebuilt the site quite a bit last summer, so um, it is exciting. We do have a start your own section now that has some videos, has tutorials, it has. Uh, documents that you can download that, that basically walk you through basics of how to, how to coach kids with different types of special needs. Good, and great. so there's a lot of really great stuff on there. And it, it ties into, you know, the timing of last year, rebuilding the site. I got an email from, uh, uh a woman in China and a part in And she said she'd heard about the esports sports program. She had a group of families. It was, uh, she was a special needs teacher, had a group of families, wanted to start a program. And of course we couldn't send a team there, but I was able to director to the site all the different parts of the site to learn learn from and then we did two facebook uh video uh trainings with her, and she had a room of like 20 volunteers and yeah, people yeah. In, a, in a somewhere in a dining room somewhere in china and we did some training and then they that's launched a awesome. program so that's really fantastic so that, that's you know the the website really making a difference but so,
0: so do you have any goals for expanding ehoops right uh we, we do in terms of we actually have the one of the. Goals we've been talking about is there's certain high schools that have actually been approaching, saying we would like to have our own E hoops program on our campus. Some of these private schools in San Francisco. Are you talking
1: about downtown. I meant expanding it beyond and, San Francisco. Like, do you have um, any do you, do you have any plans for like getting it out to uh, Alameda, for instance, or getting it to uh, the Santa Clara County? Uh, do you have any plans like that yet? Are you working yet. on those? We need to work those? on
0: those more. I mean, we've had uh, requests from people in other cities, like in Los Angeles and. Um, but, just barrier. but just, here in Bay Area. No, we need to actually work on more of a... a now, you met a Magic approach. Johnson
1: through E-Hoops, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I got. I was very lucky did, to did meet...
1: Magic step down from the Lakers so he could join E-Hoops? I wish that was a reason. How do you know it's not? <laughs> yeah. How do you know Magic's not got a plan to take this thing to the next level? Yeah, yeah. So, so But have you thought much about it, or is that like a new thought that's to think a, about? That's
0: actually a new thought, because I think we're... we're um, and that's how we have to be thinking more, yeah. because no. I think we're just... I think we finally got to a point where things are flowing now, yeah. locally. But I think this is the inclusion aspect is too good to be so. Do, do, held back you know, I don't. What, what did, did, did
1: Bobby Geron, uh, that we talked about earlier, the former Division One player for University of San Francisco back in the days of Bill Cartwright, et cetera, did he just launch his own?
0: You know, Bobby actually had come to some of our e-hoops events in San Francisco, and sure. he decided, "Hey, I'm going to uh, launch my own," yeah. and, and his his own literally. Bobby, yeah. with just a few friends in yeah. his local neighborhood, yeah. found a community center and decided, "Here's what's going to happen." And they had a huge turnout, just even. Well, the first why weeks. can't why can't why can't people do that? I why think can't anybody why can. can't yeah. why can't we
1: just say, "Hey, let's start 10 e 10 hoops or something." I don't know. And like when I was growing up, of course, I grew up in the Midwest. Yeah, you know, I had a hoop on my on my house, and uh, and and on my street were some kids who were probably I was in high school. Kids probably from ages eight to eleven, maybe, and they used to always see. They saw me out there, which I didn't always like because I was trying to work out. But they saw me out there. They always come down and want to play, and I would spend right. an hour letting them shoot, showing them how to shoot, doing all these kind of things. So technically, I had a, a version of e hoops. I don't yeah. remember what kids had special needs or not, but they were right. just kids in my neighborhood. right In fact, when I went to college, they would come down to the house and knock on the door and ask my mom, where's Russ? We want to play basketball. And she kept trying to tell them he's gone to college, but they just could, it took a while for them to get that sort of through their, their mind. But I'm wondering if, yeah. if you shouldn't be exploring the idea. That's a great Cause thing I learned with e-soccer is you don't want to control it too much. Right. You want to let it, you want to let it give birth, yeah. like it, it, like when e karate started we we yeah. fanned the flames of encouragement at first that 's how I was I was like well we don 't want to lose the brand meaning right, the, right. the way it 's done and the process, but what you realize is there 's millions of kids yes. that need to be included. who cares how it all flows out, and even later on, if someone gets to start later on, they can get technical. when we started out we weren 't you know we didn 't have all the things figured right. out that we figured out later, but i 'm thinking that that would oh, be a good that. goal. That's great. That's, a great. that's I, I, great.
2: I love that too because, and that's why these kind of discussions are great because I see myself, I see us looking for more opportunities to build more partnerships like we have with USF, St. Right. Mary's warriors, earthquakes. Um, but what you're talking about is great because you're right as the, with, with the social with the social media presence building up and with doing more on the web you're right we could we could be able to roll it out so in neighborhoods where people can get their hands on that material right. and and learn they can start start smaller neighborhood versions of it themselves thank you for listening to the digital scribbler podcast if you like what you're hearing subscribe to the feed and please leave a five star rating and write us a review Also, make sure to check out digitalscribbler.com to learn more about our apps, products, and efforts to help bring inclusion into the mainstream. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.